and all to the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast for another roundtable discussion. I am the devilishly handsome outlaw himself, your king of extreme, Phil KOE, and I am joined this evening by my indomitable broadcast partners, the one, the only, the nine-time champ, Tony fucking G. Like, share, subscribe. And also the one, the only, the reigning, defending, rwp champion chicken how y'all doing tonight uh we are doing wonderfully this evening for our second round table discussion and we won't get into the fact that uh chicken you are a false champion and phil koe is appealing this and we're gonna take this to the king of extreme the koe nation supreme court and we're gonna get this set right folks don't worry the belt's coming home and if not why there's more pay-per-views coming down the pike and you need to just like share subscribe right here to revolutionary wrestling podcast so you can see the hero of this story phil koe take the belt back from that rapscallion ne'er-do-well chicken and also take (sighs) it from that no good low down tony g so folks be sure to see the hero of your story phil koe triumph over evil again but beyond all of that we are here to discuss something that is a very big development in the world of wrestling. For those who don't know, Daniel Bryan is now a free agent in wrestling again. He is free to do whatever it is he likes. He can go, yes, 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 he is a free agent, (laughs) folks. It is, in fact, uh, that is actually true. So Daniel Bryan can go wherever he wants, do whatever he wants. And the big question that we have to ask ourselves, gentlemen, what does he do from here? He's got a lot of options. I've got some ideas cooking in my mind, but I'm curious as to what you guys think. Uh, I mean, like he could go to Japan. I don't think he's going back to Ring of Honor. The money, money's not going to be good enough. No. AEW... <laughs> You know, if he if his contract would have expired nine months ago, I would have seen that. But now it's getting a little less so. You know, Japan, he could do some money work. Maybe he wants to go to Hollywood. There's a lot of different ways he could go with this. And I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are on this. And uh, without further ado, I'll hand it off to the current reigning, defending, revolutionary undisputed. wrestling podcast champion. Until the KOE Nation Supreme Court overturns this, folks. He is, for the time being, the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast champ. Oh, oh, wow. It's so, God, you guys, it's so hard to hold you up all the time with my greatness. Um, But I'll I'll continue to do so for now. Um, Yes, yes. Phil's just like, oh, he just stole my gimmick. Imitation is a sincerest form of flattery, but I yes, of all people yes. cannot give too much of a hard time because as I've always said, if you steal from one person, that's plagiarism. But if you steal from a lot of people, that's just research. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, hey. I love it. I love it. Uh no, so uh we've known this was coming. Like this is no shock. Daniel Bryan's uh contract coming up, like it's been suspected, it's been rumored. We're pretty sure this is probably coming up. Um, yeah, the Japan thing with COVID right now, that's that's kind of uh that that was my first thought. Like, what do you do at his age and at his point in his career? Like, Japan makes the most sense, but with COVID, 
can that happen right now? Now, granted, is COVID going to lighten up and restrictions lighten up? We don't know. We'll see. Um, but from everything that I've read and seen, uh, is he's just kind of sitting back and and seeing what cards are out there. Like he he can kind of do whatever the hell he wants. Who wouldn't want to pick him up? WWE is trying to keep him, um, and it sounds like. Uh, the, I okay. I saw one article. Granted, I don't know if this is actually like the real narrative here, but one article of WWE trying to get him to be a full time backstage person, and he was like, "Hell no," and I don't blame him. Hell no, you're Daniel Bryan. You do not take a full time backstage gig. Hell no. I was about to say he was miserable when he was doing it in the first place, so I don't see why they exactly. thought he would sign up for that so he sat there yeah he sat there for over two years playing commissioner as an on on air personality and he was miserable doing that because his the fire was still burning so brightly there what is daniel bryan gonna do i'm just gonna flat out say it spoiler alert folks he's gonna re-sign with wwe you heard it here for first that's what's gonna happen what? he's gonna re-sign with wwe it's gonna he's gonna play this out, he's gonna ride this out, but eventually he's gonna re-sign with WWE. Uh if if we wanted to play hypotheticals and play and pretend land, okay, let me entertain this for a second. Like you said, Chicken, Ring of Honor is not a viable option. It's just not. There's no reason. There's absolutely no reason to go to Ring not of Honor. Money. It's not the Ring of Honor that he left. No, never gonna happen. Impact, same thing. Why the fuck would no, just no. No, no double no triple no. Uh, there's really no impact. other options out there in america other than aew not only would it bankrupt impact the sheer shock and uh just the jolt of life that that would inject into impact would cause it to overdose and that may actually finally kill it once and for all so that's not an option the only other option in america is aew i thought the same thing as chicken with COVID right now, Japan is not a viable option. And even if it were, Japan is way different than when Daniel Bryan, the American Dragon, Daniel Bryanson, left Japan. Right. All the guys that he would have been clamoring to work for in Japan are now in AEW. So, Brian Daniel. That being would be said, back. if he be does Bryan. decide. Oh, sorry. Yeah, exactly. Brian Danielson, American Dragon in Japan. It's an option. But, I mean, who's he going to fight? I mean, yeah, there, there's still options in New Japan. Absolutely. But really the guys that he would be clamoring to work with that make the most sense on a marquee, they're in AEW. So that's really the only yeah. real option other than WWE. So if we're going to pretend that this is actually going to happen for a second, uh, obviously it's the Kenny Omega match. We, we know that is going to be the giant billboard thing they want to do. We can pretend that it's Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes can pretend that it's Cody Rhodes, but I don't need to see Brandy and her newborn baby interfering in that match and making it way more contrived than it needs to be and Cody blading for no fucking reason 30 seconds into the match. I but, would uh, give I it four and a half. So it's, it's Kenny I'd probably, give it, I'd probably give it four and a half stars. We know. We know. We know. So... It's Ken, it's Kenny Omega or bust, and that's really all it's going to boil down to. If this happens for whatever reason, it's going to be Kenny Omega. John Moxley doesn't even make sense at this point. It's got to be Kenny Omega. So that is the big match. That if he has any reason to go to AEW, it's it's for that sole reason alone. 
Now, here's the other thing that I thought, like, this is might be the number one reason he let his contract expire so he can start up a bunch of podcasts and platforms while he's not under contract. <laughs> start up his own yeah. YouTube, his own Spotify, get all that shit going, get his own Twitch, everything going, and <laughs> then re-sign, like, no, you don't get none of my Twitch shit. And, like, I think that would probably, honestly, be the biggest reason he let it expire. He's just going to set up all of his social media, get yeah. it all in one fell swoop, then re-sign with a deal where you don't get my social media. That was like that's that's probably, a smart move. Yeah, that's a yeah. really smart move. Yes. Now that oh, that, it'd be brilliant. Think, he should do that. Well, every talent going forward kind of needs to because that that whole deal, like that's a whole different roundtable discussion for another day, folks. Yeah, that's like, a union subscribe talk. to this space. Oh, actually, I've got mm. a little preview for that. We're gonna have that discussion at a later date, and I've actually got somebody that's a pretty big union expert that's gonna be coming in. And I even kind of joked with him, you don't know much about wrestling, but you know a lot about unions. I don't know much about unions, but I know a lot about wrestling. I think you're shaking up in a cocktail shaker. That should work. So, yes, that that that's a little preview, but we won't get into that here. <laughs> but Daniel Bryan, Japan would be the money work. That's where he's just, I don't yep. care. I am just here to make as many dollar bills. Now, I think Daniel Bryan wouldn't be my first pick, but he is a guy that yep. could transition to Hollywood without much of an issue. Like he's, like I said, he's not my first pick. He's not action star. He's that, you know, he's that nice guy in the romantic comedy. That's Daniel Bryan. Like, he's, uh, like I know, I know, yeah. but Hey, if, if Hollywood's waving that check, he's Ryan face, Reynolds chicken, friend. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Chicken, with, if they're waving with that, Hollywood today, uh, you can, I, you can try anything. Take I guess. It. We're gonna make you the next Seth Rogen. Oh, okay. All yeah. right, Deal. It's not that hard. Sign me up. So yes, yes. There's that. But so now that's some of Daniel Bryan's uh, options it. in the future. Uh, well, yeah. Now AEW. I must hate to say it. I'm gonna quote Jim Cornette. Had a pretty good point. So Daniel Bryan. He's going to show up and try to have good matches on shitty television. Is that going to turn this whole thing around? <laughs> like, like, well, like, hang on. Is he going to show up and have an He's been having great match matches. Or a Mimosa Mayhem match on, in AEW? He's, like, that's. Since Daniel Bryan came back out of retirement, he's been having great matches on gradually shittier and shittier television. Four so, stars. I mean, really. He'd be right okay. at home in AEW. You know, yeah, actually, Tony. It, it's, it's different shitty. It's different shitty television, me. but it's still shitty television. You convinced me. I, I, I'm i sorry. You completely convinced me. Like, oh, yeah. Do you remember some of the shitty angles that Daniel Bryan has had to will into better existence over the last two, three years? <laughs> I mean, like, like now, yeah. granted, he took the environmentalist heel thing exactly. and actually made it good. That was turning chicken shit to chicken salad. And that, that wood belt is good. still awesome. He's like, and this was from natural fallen oak. I'm like, oh, my God. God, shove it up. And the that was perfect. sack built. That I, was yeah, amazing. I love that. And so, yes, Tony, you're actually right. Like, if, he's been having great matches with bad angles. 
He was begging to get taken out of yeah. the main event of WrestleMania. So, so which is, that's a hey, thanks for that on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> so so is this discussion about Daniel Bryan's future more about the future of pro wrestling? Like kind of I, well, I, I the, I yeah. think he's going to play a pivotal part in whatever happens to AWWE uh, post or, or let's say COVID continues for another year um, or it ends in six months or three months or like, however this plays out, what he does might set the stage for what a lot of other people do or even what programming does. That's yeah, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. But first, I think it's worth noting that if you listen to Daniel Bryan's promos over the last year, he's been sneaking in the comments that, hey, I might be perfectly happy here within the next year to just hang up my boots and be a family man. He was sneaking that into his promos a little bit here, a little bit there to just kind of gradually put that idea into people's heads because he wasn't sure what he was going to do yet. So I think that plays into this part here. I ex- I, I fully expect him to resign. Well, Moxley did the same not, thing. Right. Well, but I that was for completely different fucking reasons. For a while. That was for different for reasons. He was promised the face of a company and he got it. So I, I think Daniel Bryan is going to be wrestling in WWE very soon again. If not them, maybe he'll have a quick stop at AEW. Maybe he'll take a money match in Japan. But eventually he's gonna he's gonna retire in WWE, and that's the way it's gonna be. If he well, goes to yeah. Hollywood, that's probably in his plate too. I don't see the Hollywood lines. thing. I don't I see the Hollywood thing. Not on a ceremony. large scale, no. Oh God, nothing good. Hey, now, he's not gonna no, be no. like John no, Cena. He's not gonna be in the A. He's not gonna be in the A. Even touch that. But he like think about it. You're walking through Walmart and you see a DVD with Daniel Bryan's face on it. That's gonna make a lot of people stop and turn for a B and C level studio. People don't look at DVDs. Why did he did he sneak his way into a Blu-ray cut of Heat with Pacino and De Niro? Because he's always <laughs> good at doing three way sneaking in for a three way. <laughs> Snap. So yeah, it can't just be Daniel Bryan versus somebody. It's no. gotta be Daniel Bryan versus somebody versus, versus somebody. somebody. <laughs> yep. So but so I'm surprised yeah. Daniel Bryan hasn't popped into this show before. Y- you know, like somewhere True. Where I'm just got like if I'm gone, just Daniel Bryan's gonna <laughs> Oh god. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, oh, oh! Whoa, whoa, there he was. Yes, Daniel Just Bryan. Like that. It happened. Yes, that son of a bitch. He sees three people in a podcast like, wait a minute. Yes. Why am I not in this three way? So, I see a belt that needs to be mine. Now, so there's a couple of possibilities for uh, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan going forward. But yes, Tony, you're absolutely right. It will be a retirement ceremony with people going, yes, yes, yes. And a Hall of Fame ceremony will be how he ends his time in wrestling in the WWE. But now we've discussed Daniel Bryan and where he might go. But guys, I don't know if you know this. um, There's actually a list of eight other really hot free agents right now. And I'm just going to fire through them. And I'm curious where you think they're going to end up. So we're just going to go through really quick. We got... David Smith Jr., the son of Davy Boy Smith, the British uh, Bulldog. He's uh, he was with a big in company. MLW. 
the island was, of was misfit he MLW? Toys. Okay. Uh, I I expect that to be a. I expect him in AEW because they love cashing in on the names, even the sons' names of uh, former WWE employees. That does make sense to me as well. I might agree with you on that because if I'm like uh, uh, the nostalgia feel as an old as an old yep. wrestling fan trying to get back into it, I'd be like, "Oh, British Bulldog son, fuck yeah, I'll check that out." Yeah. Like that might be something cool and interesting. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's where Kurt Hennig's son needs to go. Like exactly, Kurt well, Hennig's son. Brian Pillman Jr. is in AEW. I every time I see Brian Pillman Jr. on the screen, I make sure to watch that fucking match because hey, Brian Pillman was badass. And you know what? Kids Brian Pillman fucking was good. fucking badass. Yeah, at this point in his oh, career, yeah. I don't Pillman was amazing. I don't see David Smith Jr. making a WWE run if they didn't bring him no. in when they had they did Davy Boy Smith's WWE Hall of Fame induction yeah, exactly. i don't think it's gonna happen so his best hope is an aew run and i think they you know the sooner the better for him uh yeah now another one we've got is uh actually just recently released and with some controversy mickey james uh mickey i expect yeah. to see back in uh, no, I take it back. I was going to say Impact, but no, she's going to end up in NWA because that's where her husband, Nick Aldis, is. So I expect yeah. NWA. I, oh, I'd I like to see that. her in AEW. I'd like to see her in AEW, but because she'd be so good at, in a veteran role, having being the workhorse of these matches, because yes. that's what they really lack in the they AEW women's agent. division. They just yeah. need, like, and they she need her so she can agent the fucking women's yep. matches in a way that's exactly. actually like good i mean <sighs> nyla rose shouldn't mm. be going 15 minutes with people jesus but anyway <laughs> uh, no. Uh, no another one which is no. kind of a weird one minoru suzuki uh he's from uh new japan but he's also got an open contract like he's basically got the open relationship of wrestling contracts like yeah, yeah. i'm wrestling for you I can go to Ring of Honor or AEW or here or there if I want to, right? Right, babe? Right? That's, so, yeah, that's, he, he does. He's got the open relationship. And he could go to AEW if he wants. But, nope. Uh, that's an does. AEW all day because they're going to they're gonna figure out a way to shoehorn that into a John Moxley feud for the IWGP United States title. To me, I'm like – Again, he's like, why am I going to mess up a good thing? Why would he want to commit to just one federation when he can just right, float absolutely. from federation to federation? He's hey, like, yeah, he, he's ride uh, the open relationship for all it's worth. Yeah, I, I'm going to. Until it blows up in your face. Oh, it always does. Oh, it's always fun until it blows up in your oh, face. Oh, yes, yes. yes. So <laughs> what a ride it'll Minoru. be, though. Good luck to Minoru <laughs> Suzuki. God bless. Uh, then we got uh, Tessa Blanchard. This one's a controversial pick. I think she would this be one, in WWE yeah. right now if it wasn't for the accusations against her. This was a missed opportunity by WWE because they had the chance to get her, and what a feud it would have been having Charlotte Flair, daughter of Ric Flair, against Tessa Blanchard, daughter of Tully Blanchard. What, what a marquee women's bout that could have been, headlining a big show, right? They could have done that. Uh, missed opportunity, but that only became a possibility on the table because original talks with AEW fizzled out 
because the women on the roster in AEW had such a problem with the backstage reputation that she's garnered over the years. And she's, she was called a bully in Japan and she's, she's kind of got a bad rap. So for, and if you forget, she did win the impact world heavyweight world. championship, yes, the actual so. impact world heavyweight championship. Uh, she's beaten Brian cage before. So she's got a resume on her. Okay. The talks right now, do have her leaning towards finally ending up in AEW. So whatever issues were there before, they must have smoothed them over just enough to get somebody of her caliber in-ring talent on the roster because they are severely lacking in that uh, area. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Chicken. I was going to say, to me, it makes sense. It's been enough time. I think, you know, hardcore fans remember it, but... Like anybody like me that's that wasn't a hardcore fan when all that was going on, all that shit was coming out. I remember it still, but I'm like, ah, I don't really give a shit. Like she had talent. It was fun to watch. Um, Like if she ends up in AEW, if AEW can snack, snag up two or three of these names uh, that Phil's been listing off here. Oh, wow. Like you might have a palatable product that you can actually put out and have some really good matches. You got to use them right, though. Yes. Now, this yes. is something I wanted to <laughs> intimate to you, Tony, when you were saying, could you imagine Charlotte Flair versus Tessa Blanchard? Well, you got to remember, though, Tony, it wouldn't be Charlotte Flair versus Tessa Blanchard because WWE doesn't own the name Tessa Blanchard. So she'd have yeah, to show up and yeah. say, hi, everyone. My name's Delilah Donnybrook, <laughs> and I'm here, and I, like, I'm, here to just, <laughs> I'm here to just fight, folks. And, yeah, she'd just show up as a new uh, You know, I think they'd find the a way around thing is it. so weird. It yeah, yeah, the so naming stupid. thing is so, so weird. Stupid. Well, they're they're doing it intentionally because they want their folks to be marketable, but not too yeah. marketable. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah. that's Tessa Blanchard. But no, for the uh, histor- historical sake, they'd they'd find a workaround if they ever lined that thing up. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. It's unfortunate because I would have loved to seen Charlotte versus Tessa, but uh, you know, maybe maybe down the road in another form or fashion. But yeah, I expect that well, to end up being AEW. After Charlotte, in several years, is forced to retire in a beautiful, heartfelt match, send-off match, where one of the other four horsewomen's about to hit their finish and goes, I'm sorry, I love you, hits it on yeah. Charlotte, and she <laughs> retires forever. And then a couple of years later, she needs some extra cash, and she does a match against Tessa Months. Blanchard in AW. Or, yeah, and then becomes there. full-time backstage. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, now, all right, so yeah. we got four more <laughs> interests. These are the heavy hitters. I wanted to save some of these for last. Because these are some right. hitters that oh, okay. are uh, free agents. Now, the All newest right. one, Andrade Cien Almas. Andrade, he's a new free agent. Uh, Charlotte's boyfriend, uh, or fiance. Fiance, yeah. Uh, yes, and they're, he wanted out, and he got out immediately. He can show up anywhere with no 90-day, no compete. You know, he could go to Mexico. He could go to AEW. I don't see Japan. He's been throwing out uh, online social media challenges to Kenny Omega. So I think we'll at least see Andrade in AEW, at least for like a one-off. I don't know if they'll get him full time. Yeah. And they've kind of been doing that with some of the New Japan guys and some of the Impact guys. 
really some of the independent guys. And then that, that was before all these releases happened. That's so. probably smart by AEW though. If they can bring somebody in, give them yeah, short contract, let's let's book a few pay-per-views, a yeah. few matches. If the crowd responds, if you're getting us views, then shit, yeah, we'll we'll yeah. we'll load you up with a contract. So that's probably smart on AEW's part. I think, yeah, I think it's a good way to go about it. You know, get a feel for it, see what he brings to the table, see how the crowd reacts to him. And if there's something there, then bring him in full time. It, it's kind of nice that AEW has that option. They don't have to lock people into a developmental contract or a full time uh, main roster contract. They can kind of play around with what works, what doesn't work. And then they don't have to put somebody on the back burner to cool them off and be like, okay, well, now that the crowd's forgotten about him, uh, I guess it'd be fresh if Kenny Omega wrestled him now. Well, too little, too late. They can go somewhere right. else. They can do something and they can make a name for themselves doing something else and then come back if, if it works out. So I, I do see a short-term contract for Andrade in AEW. I don't think it's going to be long-term. I see him going back to Mexico and just becoming the king of Mexican wrestling for the next like five years, if nothing else. <sighs> like, uh, like it, I could see him at least going back there to kind of freshen himself up as Jim Ross would say, learn a new hold. Yep. yep. <laughs> and then come back to WWE. I mean, he's engaged to Charlotte. He's coming back eventually. Uh, okay, yeah. That is clear. also that's... a good point. Very now, good point. Here's a big name that I bet you guys didn't know is not currently under contract with WWE and can do whatever he wants. Brock Lesnar! Yes, Brock Lesnar is currently a free agent. He can go to AEW if he wants. He's not Japan if he wants. Come on. Okay, Brock fucking... With the Minnesota Vikings. Brock Lesnar is not going to go play Mud Show Outlaw Exploding Ring thumb fuckery in AEW. There's Brock does not play well with others. We know this. This is verifiable. Brock Lesnar likes things the Brock Lesnar way. Brock Lesnar likes them as little as possible. And he likes money. And he likes money. And the AEW has money. They but if you want to get into a bidding war with Vince for the rights to Brock Lesnar, I'm sorry, Mr. Tony Khan, you're not going to win that battle. And he doesn't want to go to AEW because what or are they going to have him do? What the fuck are they going to have him do? Who's going to be his foe? does win that bidding war, though? Vince McMahon has done that in the past. Tony Khan's got $50 million dedicated to this. Brock, fine. To Brock go, there, go there and ask for 50 million fucking dollars see if he'll give it to you and then just drain his fucking stores just drain all of his money here's what you're not gonna get that back no what's he gonna do in AEW? but even brock's gotta like go well who the fuck am i gonna wrestle like exactly there's no option cody rhodes and that's That's it it. that's it. it There's That's nothing it. else there. You can't. Like, you cannot do a John whoa, whoa, whoa. Moxley, wait, Brock Lesnar match. Orange you Cassidy. Can't. Fuck you, Phil. <laughs> Fuck you. You legitimately cannot do a John Moxley, Brock Lesnar match because we've seen that, and it was an absolute disaster because Brock they don't play Jericho. well together. Brock but, and no, Jericho you, would do a match no, just because. No, absolutely they, not. No, they the will two not of them book know that. each other, and they they'll actually know they can be safe with each other. So yeah, Brock would be like, I yeah. don't see it. no, he would look at the roster and say, okay, the people I'm willing to work with are Cody, maybe Kenny, 
Jericho, fucking Moxley, because I've worked with them before. Like the people he's worked with before, work with and he can trust to keep them safe. Uh, I don't so, think he'd work. Yeah, with so Jericho would be actually really high up that list. I don't see much happening there. So I, I really, honestly, for me, it'd be Maybe Cody. Make Jericho look good again. Uh, that's going to be really hard to do because <laughs> just he went from around. He went from having three star consistent matches to. Yeah. Anyway, who, uh, who, who else? No. Who okay, else? Okay. So and let's be frank. I think Brock is just biding his time. He's going to resign WWE. Uh, Brock's not going to do much. He'll more. stay with WWE for yeah, sure. That's where the money's so at. That's the easy matches. That's it's the easy contract. That's the easy fame. Yeah. It's he's now, waiting. Brock Lesnar's waiting for crowds to come back. Brock Lesnar will go to like an AEW or whatever the hell's of. Around when he's like fifty, yeah, make yeah, an appearance, yeah. hold up a belt. Hey, when all he yeah. can really do is kind of a German suplex, sort of. He can't even do yeah. the F five yeah. no more. Uh, I, now this one, you knew it was eventually going to come up, but we got to discuss it. Okay. CM Punk, yes, oh, classical Christ, music God. punk. Does anybody uh, care? No, any. Unfortunately, point, after his reappearance <laughs> on that box show. Like that was just a yeah, and that like, came at the worst possible the time, and it fiddled out. Ugh, it it like, ruined it. Just it. sucked all the air out of a CM Punk return, and honestly, I don't think he even wants to. Like, like no, there doesn't, doesn't seem to be any passion. No, there's not. Have, have you ever been in like a funk in your life? Like there, there was just like two weeks where just nothing ever went right, yeah, and, absolutely. and you and you tried and you tried, and you're like, man things just suck right now no matter what i do that's what i imagine those cm punk UFC fights well that's what i'm imagine <laughs> cm punk for the last like 3 years yeah uh, Six, 3 seven. like try like almost yeah like almost well, at least game. he had a little wwe fame before he failed miserably in ufc and now is- now everybody's like oh cm punk wants to come back to wrestling well wrestling um yeah they they don't miss you Oh no, the fans miss him, but he does not miss what the product is. The product has gotten so unbelievably stale in the last three years. You thought that AEW was going to be this life injection to the product itself. Well, you think really, competition? It, yeah. No. Yeah. You thought that that was going to be just this resurgence. Well, no, it just took all of the. NXT fans that were frustrated with NXT and it corralled them over here and it took all the Ring of Honor New Japan fans and it brought a bunch of them over here and it just kind of formed this, uh, you know, super heavy metal group of uh, asshole fans. You know, they're like vegans, but way <laughs> bigger assholes. So wow, wow, Tony, tell us how you really feel. How, how do not- you know? How do you know a fan is only a fan of AEW? Don't worry, they'll tell you. Did you see that last Cody match? Yeah, exactly. So great. This is great. AEW. Sure. I can see it. Same as Andrade. Short run. Well, it's like I kind of said earlier about Daniel Bryan. Like, what are we expecting Punk to do other than being another guy on bad television? And that didn't, and depending on the week, that can apply to either promotion. Like, yeah, we, yeah. like so that's probably why he doesn't have a lot of passion for it and like i've heard he's like trying to get into some movie role or something and like yeah he's he's kind of all over the place 
And like chicken, you're saying like, have you ever been in like a funk? It's like, well, he's been in a funk for like seven, ten years now, man. That's a yeah. that's not the long funk. It's like, like we, it's- I know I'm talented, but nobody else sees it. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, everybody loves somebody who's just like, why doesn't everyone recognize my genius? Like exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, and, like, to be fair, and I'm the one the exception. Empire. You know, everybody doesn't right. quite fully recognize my genius yeah. yet, but they're they're on the way. That's why I said be, two weeks. My K-O my stints only last fair. two weeks, and then I I rebound. So KOE Nation be, on YouTube and Twitch, join the party. You know, it's the right thing to do. Now, to be fair, I don't think there's another wrestler alive today that could take a hiatus the length of CM Punk's and just go. Yeah, okay, I'm just going to go back and do it. And then uh, we've get his ass kicked in UFC over and over right. again. Too. We've already had one, and that was Edge. He's he's come back. He took right back to it. Granted, it was kind of at a really bad time, but he made it work. I liked it. I yeah. loved it. But he made the to do it on the level situation. that CM Punk would have to do it on, I, I think the impact of CM Punk coming back at any point would be more monumental to pro wrestling as a whole than even edges. I just, uh, right now is like the worst time to do it, but how much longer can he wait? So if he's going to do it, is it the I, worst time to do it? Like for wrestling or for CM Punk, like both, honestly, both, honestly, yeah, I, I think this bit more crowds, like, but yeah. you, yeah. you, you kind of have to start dialing this shit up to 11 right now. Don't you, you? Do. like you do. I don't think you can start why would, with CM Punk. Why wouldn't I be like, I need Brock, I need CM Punk. Like, I, I just need to, like, marquee some fucking names to get people interested again. Now well, that I actually have people in the stands, I can actually have an audience. Like, I don't understand why. Why wouldn't I have Daniel Bryant fucking sign back yeah. on? Why wouldn't I have brought, why would I let these people off a of contract? Now, some of them that have been released from contract, I get they're, they're not big crowd draws, but these big names when I just had to succumb to NBC and join Peacock, this, this is, this is like darkness is looming over pro wrestling. <laughs> It has been for a long time, and it's getting yeah. darker and fucking darker. Yeah. You want to stop that? You need marquee names. And if you can't get those marquee names to stay with you, then I hope AEW snatches every damn one of them up and runs with it. I They need to steal writers, too, or something. like I, Apparently, because oh, AEW... No, 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 no. They need no, less no, writers. No, 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 no. Less writers. <laughs> Less oh, writers. You see what they've been writing. Jeez. Less no, writers. I have no, okay, I have not watched a lot of I AEW. Did, I, AEW. I'm the guy that wrote the Fiends angles. Get the oh, fuck yeah, out of yeah, my yeah. office. Yeah. Like, yeah, let that's... me let me put it oh, this way. God. You're you're right about the dark cloud looming over, but AEW needs the big names. They need to take about half their roster, wipe it clean, and spend that money that they would have been spending on people with no value down the road and buy some of these big names. You know, you can shorten up the roster size, bring in some quality, bring in established names. That's your lifeblood there. What WWE needs is somebody else to take control of the product. And we all know what that means. 
So until that happens, wrestling it's is still, going to be I, in a I still stalemate. Think it, I, th- I think it still comes back to character. I remember like a lull in wrestling for me and like when my highest fan days were was Chavo Guerrero running around on a fucking stick horse. I still remember that though. And I still tuned in every week. I hated that stick. I hated it, but I and still watched because I wanted to watch him get his ass kicked. Yeah, like, and That's why it worked. And yep. Now that's the thing. AW serves a purpose because in wrestling for God, I'd say almost the last 60 years, the WWF, the WWF, WWE, has been the star factory of professional wrestling all the way back to Bruno to present. They are the star factory. WCW, the NWA, AEW, they are all the, how can I miss you if you won't go away promotion? But you can go there for a little while and the star power that you got from WWE can now be used over there. And so that's why... that's why I'm bringing up the last free agent on our list and one that could actually shift a slight bit of the balance of power. And that is Samoa Joe. He oh. was just released and apparently he didn't want to be a commentator anymore. And that's Shocker. a guy that could literally go anywhere. Like so every, good at it. Every promotion he was better made. than the other guys they bring in. <laughs> Nobody's yes. good at it anymore. But let let we'll, we'll uh. go through all of the North American promotions here real quick. Mm. MLW would be lucky to have him. That that oh, would absolutely. be the thing that would actually put them on the map. Yep. Uh, Ring of Honor again. It would be a huge boon for them if Joe would just show up at an event thing. and say hi. Hi, I'm Samoa Joe. Remember me? I was one of your best champions of all time. Pleasure to be here. Um, Then you get to, then you get to AEW. Oh, don't skip over NWA. Well, yeah, NWA, that would be good. It would be uh, one person to actually take the belt off of Nick Aldis that you would actually believe. Um, With Impact, you might actually get like. More more nostalgia feels. I was about to say, yes, yes. I mean, you'd get some of those old Impact TNA fans back. And then the big time, AEW, I could see him taking the AEW title, the TNT title. I could see him taking any If he of the came out, titles. no, no, you'd have to do, with Samoa Joe and AEW, you'd have to do the exact same thing with Samoa Joe and AEW that TNA did with Kurt Angle against Samoa Joe. You bring right. him out. You have him headbutt Kenny Omega right in the fucking head, just like Kurt did to Samoa Joe. And you immediately have him in the world title picture and winning it very quickly. That's how that would have to work. That's just, that's it. That's how it would have to work. Yeah. Out, outside of that, it's like going back to, uh, well, no, no. Like if he doesn't do something like that uh, and go to that promotion, it's like, you mentioned some of the earlier promotions with some of that nostalgia feel. It's like going to a high school 20 year reunion or yeah. your uh, college 10 uh, year reunion or, mm-hmm. Hey, let's actually like do something. Yeah. Make it worthwhile. Make it worthwhile. You, you have an opportunity here, make it worthwhile. And I think that's the only reason he didn't resign with WWE is because yeah, you knew you were going to get handcuffed to the desk, and he didn't want to get handcuffed with the desk. He's He's got some more mileage on the tires. 
he wants to use it. And I, you can't really blame the guy for that, especially given the state of professional wrestling right now. There are some... You need names, yes. You need names. And he's enough of a name. There's an opportunity there. I think he would be a big enough attraction. Uh, whoever gets him will be lucky enough to have him. Uh, you know, say what you want about his matches. Uh, he, he does have the work rate. He knows how to work matches that are believable. He looks believable in the ring. He's got good psychology. Uh, somewhere like AEW that doesn't have a lot of ring generals, he could go there and make an immediate impact. I mean, he's main evented WWE pay-per-views with Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, the guy's got some tremendous experience he can bring. Now, guys, uh, looking over, there was something that I forgot on this list. And there's a couple free agents that are really the best get in all pro wrestling and pretty much in any corporation that you could ever hope to have. The three best free agents that any company is just leaving money on the table if they do not sign them are Tony G, Chicken, and Phil KOE right here at the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast, the hottest free agents, every last one of you companies. If we're talking about WWE, AEW, hell, Amazon, Berkshire Hathaway, you're all leaving money on the table, not signing us as your premier stars. I'm sorry. I mean, this is the, come on, this gorgeous face and these two indomitable broadcast partners, this is a combination that cannot be beat. So, folks, as. Oh, it's so hard holding these guys up right now. As I'm known to say around here, folks, <laughs> all that being said, thank you for joining us for our Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast Roundtable on the free agents of professional wrestling. I am the devilishly handsome outlaw himself, your king of extreme, the lord of the Scottish Highlands, the prince and potentate of the political parlance, the conqueror of the ethereal, and one Damn handsome man himself, Phil KOE, signing off and handing it off to my indomitable free agent broadcast partners, Tony G, <laughs> Chicken, gentlemen, take it away. Thanks, folks. Uh, make sure tune in. Pay-per-view coming up. Put this bad boy on the line so I can hold it for the third straight pay-per-view. Super excited to put these boys to shame. They keep claiming... They keep claiming I'm not legit. I think I've proven I'm legit. I've, I've held this belt more in this last year than Phil has in the last two years. Oh, them's uh. fighting words. Them's fighting words. Hmm. Folks, be sure to check us at yeah. the next WWE pay-per-view so that Phil is. KOE can set this injustice correct. So, folks, yes, this is we do happen. have this 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 Sunday. This is May 16th, 2021. That's that's just a few days from right now. And folks, it's uh it's gonna be an amazing one. This is the WrestleMania backlash, and that means basically you're seeing the same match as WrestleMania. Yeah, find it here. Uh, real quick, let's just run it down what we got signed up for here. We've got Bobby Lashley against Drew McIntyre, against Braun Strowman, triple threat for the WWE title, uh, Bianca Belair versus Bailey for the will sneak in there somehow. With Bianca, <laughs> Bianca Belair so. and Bailey. 
Sure, no, that too. The, That'd the, be the, cool. The previous three-way. He's going to find a way to sneak his oh, way into that. four-way. Sure, sure. Uh, that's for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley Giggity. versus Asuka versus Charlotte. That's a triple threat for the Raw Women's title. That's going to be amazing. I was hoping they'd save that for Looking like SummerSlam. But hey, fuck it. Let's just... let's. Yeah, let's just bum rush to that one. Uh, the Dirty Dogs, worst name ever. Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, Champs versus Mysterios. Uh, that's for the SmackDown tag titles. Roman Reigns versus Cesaro for the Universal title. That's going to be really good. And uh, I think it's going to be an actual underrated match, but it's got a stipulation of Lumberjack, so it's probably going to ruin it. Damian Priest versus The Miz. So we've got some decent matches on this one. I love me. Props to the Miz. The Miz like is like always there to put on a show. I he's a good reliable workhorse. He's a true company man. Yeah, I mean he's a reliable workhorse company man. I'm like they just keep throwing shit at him. He just keeps. Well, he's now a (laughs) two-time WWE World Heavyweight Champion. So now, granted, both his second run was a little rough. Uh, his first reign was a little rubbish as well, Tony. That's what makes him great. Yeah, he cashes in his money in the bank. <laughs> they really need to just give him a giant handlebar mustache, a monocle, <laughs> and a top hat because he's just so perfectly villainous. <laughs> yeah. Now you're all, right. now you're all picturing it. Now you're all picturing yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Yep. So. Yeah, I sure am. Well, folks. Yeah, I can't not you, picture it. All of you beautiful Thanks. people at the Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast, be sure to like, share, subscribe right here, Revolutionary Wrestling Podcast on YouTube and Spotify. Also, be sure to check out Big Buckin' Empire on YouTube and Facebook so you can keep up with even more of the crazy happenings of Dog Chicken and your beautiful man of himself, Phil KOE. Also, be sure to check out this damn handsome man, Phil KOE at KOE Nation on YouTube and Twitch because it's the right thing to do. Keep up with all of your KOE content. And also, why not check out Tony G over at Grip Paranormal for just some, some uh, a different a different take on the world and reality as we know it. But folks, I am your King of Extreme, Phil KOE, signing off, handing it off. All of you beautiful people, you'd better be here for the next pay-per-view where Phil KOE takes the title back. God bless every last one of you. I love every last one of you. Chicken, Tony, take it away. Cheers. Love you. Bye. Ten-time champ Sunday. Oh. I ain't gonna happen, Tony.